Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown and beyond. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show. It is the Hammer and Nigel Show. I'm Jason Hammer. Big Nige is out. Guy Relford, the gun guy, filling in. And right now, let's go to the hotline because, wow, damn, it has been a week in Washington. It's been a wild 24 hours. Uh, Breitbart's congressional political reporter is Bradley J. And Bradley, we had booked you to come on the show to talk about some of these wishy-washy, soft Republicans, specifically in the Senate. And I do want to get to that. But can we start with whatever the hell that was last night with Joe Biden? Did you get a chance to watch the press conference? Holy smokes. Could you believe what you saw? That was wild. I don't think that there's any question that yesterday was the low point of the Biden presidency. I mean, what what a disaster. Uh, They had this hastily uh, scheduled press conference to try to reinforce uh, to America, oh, our president actually does know uh, what world he's living in. And he's continues confusing world leaders. He couldn't remember uh, where his uh, his uh, dead son uh, received his rosary. I mean, it was just a disaster. How could anyone watch that and think that uh, the leader of the free world has it all figured out? Uh, I mean, anyone who was uh, it, when you have people who are op- Democrats who are openly questioning if the White House communication team is openly trying to sabotage the, the Biden reelection campaign, you know things are bad. But that's that's what we're looking at right now. Well, see, I got to be honest. That's one of the things that I thought last night, because who decided that this was a good idea? Like Joe Biden himself, there's got to be a group of inner people that are calling the shots that could tell him, no, this is not a good idea. Sleep on this. We'll put out a statement, do something else. But he went out there and made things worse. He threw gasoline on the fire last night. He he absolutely did. He turned what could have been... uh, I mean, clearly the report's language, the examples in the report, it, from yesterday, I'm talking to you know, special counsel, uh, hers uh, report, who was looking into Biden's handling of uh, classified materials. Uh, it said he couldn't remember within several years when his son died. Uh, it said, and, and of course, we're talking about a president who speaks all the time about when his about his son dying, and even uh, in in public, in in statements, in crowds, has gotten the year wrong. Has said he died in Iraq when no, it was five years after he returned, and he died of brain cancer. So, to, but to see these types of examples from Biden's own Department of Justice is just wild. It detailed of several occasions when he couldn't remember when he was vice president. Right. And this is just wild. But that could have been, well, you know, it's it's uh, in some government report. Maybe it's partisan. I don't know. Uh, you know, you could st- there was still uh, the White House could still distance themselves from it. 
But to roll him out like that and to simply confirm that the worst fears that any American could get from reading the highlights of, of that report are true, I mean, it's, it's just – how does simple uh, mismanagement account for that? You know, they claimed, oh, well, this was something that uh, the president really wanted to do uh, going out last night addressing the nation. Well, first of all, uh, first of all, uh, you're, you're not going to convince me all of a sudden that now it's the president calling the shots and making those decisions. Right. I just don't believe it. Um, but secondly, no. You know, I mean, it, the, the president is clearly not well right now. He's been traveling. I mean, goodness gracious, even uh, – the the uh, the Super Bowl interview. Every president, you know, does the softball Super Bowl interview, and they canceled that within the, uh, the last couple of days. And this is coming off uh, several occasions, just over the past month or so, where Biden has detailed supposedly recent conversations with uh, world leaders. He's you know just picked up the phone, chat with chat with who have been dead for years. One of them going back to 1996. Right. The president is not well. How can anyone deny at this point last night just drove it home for good and whatever happens next with what the Democrat Party does, what Biden does, what the White House does to to try to move beyond this? Ooh, I don't know. It's anybody's guess right now. And the thing is, Bradley, this isn't anything new. Like anybody that's actually watched this objectively play out over the last couple of years, this isn't anything new. Here in Indiana, we lost Representative Jackie Wolorski in a fatal car accident. Awful tragedy. Joe Biden named a building after her after she had passed away and then held a press conference and he was upset she was not in the room. So, you know, talking about how he's had conversations with people not alive and looking for dead people in a room. This isn't anything that's all of a sudden coming out of left field. This is the way this dude's been for a while. And it's kind of a trip to me now seeing people like MSNBC, people like CNN, finally jumping on board saying maybe there's a problem. When Joe Biden walked back to that podium yesterday, every, everyone just thought, and I'm sure you did as well, oh, God, what's going to happen? This is not good. And I'm sure that, that no one was more concerned than his own staff because we, we've seen Joe Biden. We've, we've seen this before. Uh, but it's, it's just so apparent now. And to hear the reporters, he first, you know, he called on uh, – uh, Peter Ducey, who you know has has, has been an all star really in, in calling out the administration, but he was not alone. You're, you're right. Everyone jumped on him. It was just a cacophony of voices. Uh, you, almost made me feel bad for the president for a moment, but everyone, are you fit to run? Are you the the, the best that the Democrats have? Can you do this? How bad is your memory, Mr. President? It that was a bloodbath. It was so bad. And the Washington press corps, come on, we know how kind they've been to the, the Biden administration. You're exactly right. They've looked the other way for years when this has been so apparent to anyone watching. You don't have to have a medical degree to uh, be able to see the president clearly can't remember things. He clearly is, is shuffling his feet and falling. And look, all that's un- unfortunate. But this is the leader of the free world, and he doesn't even know what world he's living in. This is a major concern. If you're a Republican or a Democrat, whose who's hands are on the wheel right now? Uh, and the fact that I think that last night really was 
a turning point where there is going to be significantly more scrutiny on this president and his abilities to lead this country, not just for the next four years, but until the end of his term. This is bad, and it's inescapable at this point. We're chatting with Breitbart News congressional and political reporter Bradley Jay here on the Hammer and Nigel show. So let's go back earlier in the week. On Monday, we see the leak of this It was dubbed as the border bill, but very little of that had anything to do with the United States border. It was, in essence, a funding bill for other countries. It ultimately dies a slow death in the Senate. But then yesterday, you've got 17 Republican senators, including Todd Young from here in Indiana, giving a big thumbs up to pass more money to Ukraine, to Taiwan, to Israel, but nothing for the United States, nothing for the border, really nothing at all. And I'm curious as to what you think about all this. I, I do think it's interesting that, I mean, Senator Young, uh, I mean, he, he's a fairly loyal uh, McConnell lieutenant. Uh, he, he has broken with him some in the past. Uh, but you've got senators out there who are, who are fighting uh, for amendments uh, saying, you know, we're a senator. I represent my state. I've got the the right to offer my input on this and to advocate for uh, for what what they want to help shape this bill. Uh, senator Young said, you know, I mean, I understand that that the people, uh, you know, some people want to amend this, but he said that he he's in favor of the bill as is, just whatever Schumer and McConnell concocted. Hey, ninety five million dollars to. Uh, to overseas, fine. Where do I sign? Uh, it, it really is uh, remarkable, I think, that uh, – and I will note, I don't know for sure that this bill will pass the Senate. It looks pretty good. They're going to be in over the weekend, uh, even during the Super Bowl. We're looking at maybe a, a Tuesday uh, passage. Uh, I, don't, I don't think it will uh, pass muster in the House. Uh, but even after what we saw – um, in those in those 24 hours after the uh, the you again you're right it wasn't a U.S. border bill it was a foreign aid slash pro migration uh, extravaganza uh, but even after we saw senator Republican senators step up and say no this is this is not in America's interest uh, I am going to buck the system I am going to be very unsenatorial at least as of late. Uh, and go against leadership uh, with this. We need to go in a more America first direction, even after just what was really remarkable uh, Monday and how that bill was killed in such a short amount of time. We're still not quite there in the Senate. The Senate is very slow moving. It has gotten much more closely aligned with the uh, with the American people, with the electorate in recent years. Uh, but we're still not there yet. There's a certainly an, an old school Republican uh, attitude in the Senate. A lot of it is on policy. Uh, but honestly, Jason, I think a lot of it is just this old school senatorial go along to get along attitude. But that's changing. What are you working on over at Breitbart, Bradley? Gosh, we're following what's going on in the Senate right now with a foreign aid. Uh, as I said, they're 
keeping the Senate in on the weekend, which is very rare. The Senate is out all the time. It's always in recess. They're always just piddling around, not doing anything. But the fact that they're staying in over recess to try to send a bunch of American taxpayer money overseas when we have all the problems we're facing, I think that says a lot. I would not say that the Congress is a great example of uh, productivity right now, but we're going to do all we can to stay on top of it at Breitbart. Check it out at Breitbart.com and look for his work, Bradley J., the congressional and political reporter. Bradley, great stuff, man. We'd love to have you back on the show, and we appreciate you. I love it. That was a blast. Uh, happy, to, happy to be with you.